0: Yeah, you, start. <laughs> no you ain't Yeah, You don't know what you started. I put a brick retarded. I got this drumming history from the force. the OD deal, deal. know where it started. Yeah, she want another ugly chill, Fuck off the pill, go in the store Shopping to your come to my crib Take on my shirts, come on my perks And sing with my drawers, you took too two, two more, Baby, pull up a floor, we
1: both bust a nut Now leave me alone, But we in Miami We stay active, i again, we pull up to live in the continent. i and ride to the party, the after parties I can party to party again Hundred bitches a bitch, and he met In my room, it's where the party begins They
0: take a fight, to four, boy, it's time to catch a ten. Look, it's a few of my niggas That shit, they stuck up in the free my niggas, yeah, I can show you how to vibe when I can't
2: Yeah, we're back, another episode Argument Brothers, episode sixteen out here on this 4th of July weekend. What's going on, fellas?
3: We groovy, baby. Trying to duck this heat, boy. It's hot outside.
2: <laughs> you got that right, bro. JD, what's good with
3: you? That is lovely, man. I
1: like you. I like, she. I prefer the heat. I prefer it over cold, I tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> no
2: doubt about that. I'm with y'all with that all day, man, all day. <laughs> so, yeah, man, let's dive into this episode, man. Got, got some good topics today for the people to hear us on. So, let's check this one out. Matt Ryan. Let's go to the NFL. Matt Ryan says he's the best QB in the NFC South. What what do y'all guys think about that? We're going to dive that first, huh? Yeah, we're going to dive into that first, because, you know, we have this, you know, Atlanta, Falcon, New Orleans, one of the, you know, one of the best rivalries between fans, you know, in the NFL. And, And I think it's a great rivalry being on the outside looking in because both teams are real passionate about their teams. They really love their teams. So we got two dudes, you know, J.D., the Atlanta Falcons fan, a man Ray from New Orleans, New Orleans, big-time New Orleans fan, with the get-down boogie. Hurry I see you. it. Look at it. You I'm going to go, I'm going to go, but I'm going to go with it's J.D. On this one. You know what? I'm going to go with Ray on this one, because, J.D., you know, this is your man Matt Ryan, for, you know, from B.C., you know, let's get it with Ray, though, because he's a, you know, Saints fan, and they love to hate the Dirty Birds. Let's get it, right?
3: Listen, man. Matt Ryan, look, I, self-confidence is all good. But sometimes you got to be a realist, bro. You know you're the third best quarterback in the NFC, NFC South, bro. Come on, though. Like Even James has been saying, man, we'll trade him for, for Deshaun Watson in a heartbeat. <laughs> in a heartbeat. He has said that. He has said that. So <laughs> – Matt Ryan knows he's the third-breast. When Brady came to the division, I got Brady number two. Of course, Bree's still at the top of the pecking order, still playing at a high level. His arm ain't what he used to be. He can't get the ball down, feel like we want. But he's such a surgeon in that pocket, bro, and it just shows that, you know, if you continue to put the work in, just like Brady's doing. Brady has never had all the intangibles, but he just makes the throws. And I got Matt Ryan third, and I got uh, my man uh, down in Carolina Panthers. Uh, Two-glove Teddy. I got him holding down the bottom. He did. But you know, like I said, Matt Ryan, I love the confidence, bro. But come on, dog. Let's be realistic, bro. You so know- who's
2: your number one?
3: I just told you, man. The
2: guy that the guy that everybody was jumping on, my man Drew Brees. So Brady number two. Yep. All right. JD, I know I know you got I know I know you got some uh, you know fire in you to get on this topic. <laughs> I know you're gonna disagree with him. So let's go with
1: it, JD. We're trying to keep this, this episode 60 minutes. So let me just be very brief, very quick, man. Listen, what he just said was is absolutely ridiculous. First yep. of all, you have a 20, you have two two quarterbacks that are all over 40. So? And the one quarterback who's saying he's the best is actually 30, 34, 35 years old. He has every right to say he's the best quarterback right now. Because we're not talking about 20 years or like 10 years ago or five years ago. Every Saints fan always likes to talk about what Breeze did five, six, and 2009 when he won the championship. I never mentioned it's any of that. It's not 2009. It's 2020. Breeze may not even be the, the third best quarterback. Teddy may have a, a better arm than Breeze right now. We're not talking arm. We're on than not breeze talking
0: arm. Right
1: Teddy may have a better Breeze than on arm than Breeze right now. Just being, being very correct, being very direct. He should
3: have a better arm. He's younger. He should exactly. have a better Exactly. That's arm. what we're saying here. No, not we're not saying that. We're saying the, who's you. the best quarterback in the is it my talk or is it your talk? Well, this is the show where we can all get back. Oh,
1: is it? No, because you've already gave your point. Your point, so your point, I just told you your point is obsolete. You just gave it. So, therefore, Matt Ryan out of three quarterbacks, the youngest. Matt Ryan is the only one who has not had the same consistent offensive coordinator that everybody else has had. You got the, one of the best play calls in the game, yet your quarterback keeps struggling in playoffs. Last four playoffs, you struggled. Last four playoffs, he keeps struggling. Your quarterback, yep. Yo, We've had incompetent offensive coordinators, and Matt Ryan had 38-7. Same coordinator that, that, that's a coordinator, short that's a coordinator for University of Alabama right now, was, 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 was Matt Ryan's coordinator in 2017, 2018. And Matt Ryan had 38 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Go look it up. You can see it for yourself. Played at the same MVP level. So the fact that he should have the confidence that he should, should be have, he should have. Everybody loves to bring up the Super Bowl. And when Matt Ryan, who missed that block, it wasn't Matt, it was Matt Ryan that put a defense out there that was gassed out. It wasn't Matt, Matt Ryan put up twenty-eight and three quarters. Was lighting them up. So all this stuff y'all keep talking, all this stuff around how you want to prove it, you can prove the base of, of what you have. Right now, at this point, at today, 2020, we're in July, July the fourth. Matt Ryan is the best quarterback in NFC. I don't care how everybody else goes. You NMC say NFC or NFC South. NFC South. Okay. I don't care about it. And the whole thing about me saying I would trade for, DeJuan, uh, for Watson, it's not because I think Watson is just better. It's because he's younger. And Matt Ryan is in his 14, 15 year. And you, also, you have to also start looking for the future. You can't sit there and sit on, sit on this current state right now. You got to look for the future. That's what's what, what going to happen to y'all. Y'all really need to start looking for somebody else. You play Breeze. You keep sitting on Breeze, he'll get you to the chip. He's told you the last five years for his performance in the playoffs. He ain't getting you there. It's that simple. He's so been he's me. been the, he's been the, the one is The reason why y'all keep losing. So, so 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 give me
2: your top. So give me your top four. I told you, if Matt Ryan. If I go off, if I go off what I see, I'm gonna get Matt Ryan one. I will. I will get Brady
1: two, because I think Brady, Brady But Brady's a possible. I, I'm not totally sure how he's gonna mix with the new offensive coordinator. I'm only going to give him two because I just haven't seen him in this offense yet. So it, we don't know what, it, we can't predict what's going to happen. But Breeze, bro, Breeze is a third. And like I said, Teddy and Breeze are a lot closer than what people are giving them right now. Right now, Teddy and Breeze are a lot closer than what people are giving him.
3: You been water drinking on. already, man? <laughs> you sipping water on that on. already,
2: dog? Water only. You sure he got on. water
3: in that bottle, man?
2: <laughs> huh? Well, I'm going to give you my top four. I do think I think I think if we're talking about the best quarterback as we stand, Matt Ryan looked the best last year. Even though they didn't make the playoffs, uh, Breeze and Breeze and uh, and uh, the goat, so called goat, Tom Brady. Uh, they they two they 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 like two A two B because both of them looking old. They looking old, bro. And, and people people want to think back to what they did in the past, but they looking old. Like they, they really are, Teddy. I think Teddy. This I want to see Teddy play a full season. That's why he's coming up the rear. I want to play a full season with Carolina, and he might move up to you know second, uh, you know second after this season. But we don't know. So, I, so I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you know Tom and Breeze two A, two B, and Teddy. You you know two no, no, A, two B, man. Give you two man. and three, man. Well, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Both of them look old. We can call it what we want to. Both of them look old, bro. Keep it at one hundred. I don't know why. No, he it. We look they,
1: old. they are old. <laughs> he had one <laughs> no, game. He had the game against the Colts where he lit them up, and they were like, "Oh, he the goat." And I'm saying, yeah, he got a lot of stats. But if you really look at his play the last five years, and you really look, you really look at at the reason why he didn't win MVP that year because he started declining at the end of the season. Yeah, and, and that's that's the reason why. And people said they thought. The fact that he was all four or five games, he was when to still have that same juice at the end of the season. Nope, you look at the playoff game, remember that deep throw he tried to throw that flooded in the air and they picked it off? Remember the fumble he had where he couldn't get away from the guy? No, Drew, I don't care what y'all doing. To show it's Drew Brees at the same offensive coordinator that's blessed him. But at the end of the day, yo, his arm is not what it used to be. You, you know that he short.
3: never had a strong well, arm. in San it, Diego, if you,
1: but if you never know that, I never do did, you keep I've never how do you. If you say you know it, why do you keep saying he's the best? If no, he's just because the you don't have
3: right the, arm, the arm strength doesn't mean you can't call people up and put up big numbers every year and put your team on the bro.
1: And, let me, me you. tell you something. So when you talk, talk about playoff playoff,
3: loss against Minnesota, we had the lead. Breed took us down to get the lead. And then yeah. our defense let us down majorly. That went oh, made oh, it oh, go oh, in the oh,
1: overtime. No, It was your defense. So it was your defense
3: that, that made Brees fumble at the at the twenty yard. I'm not saying he's because of the fun. All I'm saying is in regulation, we had the lead. Breeze put us up with that last score. The defense gave it up to make it go overtime, and then Breeze got stripped with the fumble with, with Javel Hunter. No, no, Breeze do, got stripped with the you fumble. Do? Doing the, doing the, doing the doing doing regulation. Regulation. You get stripped of the
1: fumble in overtime. It wasn't overtime. No, it nah, wasn't. No, no, it, it was, was, was not. It was in regulation.
2: In, in regulation. regulation. No, if that's the case. He got stripped twice. No, 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 He got stripped <laughs> twice because Breeze, well, yeah, y'all was twice. marching, down, y'all was marching down to take the lead. He did not get stripped like twice. 21 17. It was like 21 17. He didn't get stripped you know, twice, Donovan. I mean, he got stripped he once. Got, it was in regulation then, Ray, because he, he was no, marching no. down the field. Y'all was on the 20 yard line. They get the ball in overtime. Man, and, he, and he got the ball knocked out, and which gave Minnesota back the ball. I think it was going score like 21 17. Y'all was going to take the lead because y'all was moving the ball down the field. Yeah, it was regulation when that happened. Matter of fact, it might have happened like in the second or third quarter. You know, no, wasn't driving fourth. to take no, the lead. It was in the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah, fourth he fourth. got
1: stripped. Yeah, he got, he got stripped. stripped. Dude stripped the ball from. He fumbled. They went down and scored. Then turn around. Then, hold on. And let me finish this. Then turn around. Y'all, they got the ball at, at the, um, at the um, beginning of the game. I mean, beginning of overtime. Came down there, scored on your sorry ass, and sent you home. And that's how, that's how it ended.
3: How can they have it to go into overtime if it was 21 17? Because you can kick a field goal 24. No, you can't kick a field goal. You it only three the, points. 13, it went to the overtime. Team. It <laughs> was tied. But how so, can oh, the strip, strip happen in regulation, though? It was, oh, it was, it was, 24,
2: it was 24, 24. The strip 24, happened 24, in regulation, right? What? I don't remember what quarter it was, but the strip happened in regulation. It's what happened in regulation, the strip. Yeah, the strip happened in regulation. All I know is
3: y'all talking about Breeze ain't got no arms, strength, and talent. He's never had a strong arm. Never. I didn't
1: say that. No, oh, but at the end of the day, I didn't say not
3: that. not have yeah, to do with anything playing football. Sure Brady ain't got the arm. than ever. It's sure huh? more than ever. Brady don't the even boy. have the strongest arm. The boy reflexes reflex is slower. His mood he, he don't move. What do you, know? you think your reflex is the same at, at 37 as you was at 23? No. What got I do with me? I'm just saying. What's the guy doing with me? Easy. When you're older, of course you're not gonna have the same reaction time as you was when you was twenty-something years old. That's just nature. That's just part that's of it. That's, that's what the whole point is. That he that. That's the
1: point of him not being the best. His reflexes and his abilities are not the same.
2: Well the numbers say he do. The numbers well, say I tell you do. what, I tell you what. We'll find out this season in the conference. They, 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 they we're gonna fight it out oh, if we have a football season. So we will find out what's gonna happen and we can have this discussion during the season and on down the road. Let's get the uh, Cam Newton signing with the Pats. What are y'all feelings as of right now today about this signing by Cam? Go ahead, Gray. I mean, it was good for him. I
3: think that's one of the best positions for him. Now, I, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Belichick is all about coming in and earning your spot, you know. So he may come in as the third-string quarterback, right, up until the season starts. So can he handle being the third-string quarterback from an ego standpoint or is he just going to come in as one of the guys ready to work hard which we know he's going to do but from an ego like man is he going to come in I'm Cam Newman former MVP or I'm just going to come in and be one of the guys and continue to work and I think uh, uh, Daniels and uh, Belichick they're going to work around Cam's talents and create an uh, offense that can make him thrive if he becomes a starter which we all think he will.
2: What you got JD? I think
1: you uh... I think I mean I'll raise on something on there, and when it raise on to something when it comes to as far as Cam coming in, I'm not sure about the third string quarterback. But I mean, you do have Brian Hoyer in the same room, All right? And you got you got um, um, yeah. so you do have he does have he's going to have some issues as far as as far as getting there and trying to catch up and getting used to this offense. Brian Hoyer, who I think was there last year,
0: yeah,
1: and that helps. And then you have Stidham there. No, Brian Hall wasn't there last year, but he was, he'd been in the program before. Part of the the organization before. So he understands the office. He understands the terms, the, uh, the terminology, uh, the style of play. Um, But I think a guy like Cam Newton, Bill Belichick has always shown that even though, you know, he will not always pay you maybe the value that you think you should be paid. He does show the level of respect for the type of talent you are. So, you know, he did that one time with James Harrison. He didn't start him, but he brought him in on situational things. At the end of James Harrison's career, he's done that with um, um, Will. Corey Lord, Dillon. Corey Dillon. Will, oh, what's his name? He played there. We went to Texas. And they Will, play at University of Miami. I can't hear his name right now. Will. will. So he's, he's played, he's done that with Tim. He's done it with a lot of talent. He did it just with Gilmore. I mean, even though he paid Gilmore, right, uh, at the end of the day, Gilmore wasn't the same name, brand, that he was at Buffalo. When yeah, he went- Randy Moss. Randy Moss. So, he's a guy that he's going he's to bring in Cam for a particular reason. He knows he wants to be more dynamic with his offense. So, I think, yes, I think he may walk in the third-string quarterback because, you know, because the way they, they pay him and the value of right now. But I think by week one, he will be the starting quarterback coming out.
2: Man, I think Cam is coming in starter as of today. <laughs> and, 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 this is why, and this is why I say this. You, if you got a young quarterback on your roster and you got a veteran behind you and Brian Hoyer, even though he's been a, a veteran that's been moved around a lot, you're not bringing in Cam Newton to just be no second-string quarterback. And the biggest play in this is Josh McDaniels had Tim Tebow. Now, Tim Tebow ain't Cam Newton. Cam Newton is like better than Tim Tebow. But they have some attributes where he can get out the pocket, he can move around and make things happen within the offense that Brady couldn't do. Now, so I do think Cam is going to come in being humble and say, you know what, I got to show – it's just like with any, with, 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 with any of us, we have to show that we got to be just as good as everybody else. So I think – I just see Cam Newton coming in and being successful in this offense, learning the new um, – nuances learning the the wording how things are you know how they ha, have the you know, learning the play calls and all of that yeah. and i think he's motivated cam is motivated for how he left carolina and i think with him being so motivated and ready to play and and having to take less money to get on the field i think he's going to try to make this train move and, and, and be successful and i think that i think it's, it's a good deal they're going to be ready at the beginning of the season I did, but here's the thing i don't think he can walk in training camp Thinking of himself
1: as the week one, we well he should think of himself as the week one starter. But I don't think he's gonna walk a training camp as the week one starter because yeah, of, I agree with you. He's so yeah. far behind with term, terminology. He wasn't part of the virtual uh, meetings that they were having. He's 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 really just I mean he just signed. I mean maybe yeah a day ago. If he I don't know if he signed just yet. I don't know, know that he's been offered the contract wise. But I'm not sure yeah. if he signed it or whatnot. So I think it's more mountains he's got to climb a little bit so he can get so he can get us up there. And get and get a part of what their program and get a part of what they're doing I, so I, to say he walk in the door as a starter no but i think he's gonna walk in the door thinking he's yeah a starter.
3: yeah yeah i agree it, all right it, next it, i think it is it, going it's going gonna, it's gonna to work on his mental because like you said belichick going and said "Run the third team and you were you running out there with scrubs right he's like like dude like like you got me playing the third string like really but, you know, I think ultimately oh, – I mean, I think, so, I think, Kim, think he's just I, trying to prove himself. I
1: think Cam's looking at it like he want to revitalize his career. Yeah. He got one of the best minds in the
3: games. Yeah. You know, I mean, he ain't yeah. no dummy, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he, dude, dude's smart, bro. So, I think he's going to come in. I think ultimately he will be the one to start, I think. Yeah. If not, he's going to start within the first couple of weeks. Yeah. This guy, I mean, there's been people who've done
1: this
2: before. I mean, they the sports. Mm-hmm. It's nothing new. All right, next subject. Jamal Adams, big-time safety I, with the Jets right now. He's uh, real upset, you know. He don't want to be with the Jets. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's his name, right? Yeah. No, I, I, I
3: don't know if that's the part of the topics. Which, which topics you're looking at? So it was, yeah. was, was reports like, you know, Frisco might be looking at him.
2: Yeah, it's part of the topics. You might be looking at 50. He got me 16. Jamal Adams, can he, be put, them, can he put, uh, put them over the hump? Yeah, if Frisco decided to go get him, I didn't know that.
3: Wait, which one are you looking at? Sixteen, man. Sixteen, man. Oh, it's on six.
1: Where
2: we get the (laughs) glass, man? Oh man, go 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 keep going, man. I'm listening. But yeah, so do you do you sacrifice future draft picks, you know, to pick him up to take him in a trade? Frisco going all in.
3: I mean, they they trying to go all in. Um, so, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do it. Um, but that that is sacrificing a lot if they do decide to go get Jamal before the season. And you got to pay him a ton of money, top safety. I mean, they're they paying Grappolo. They, I mean, they're they locking up a lot of money. D-Ford, you know, that D-line, they're paying a lot of cats. So, I wouldn't do it if I'm them, for real. I just hold Pat what I got, bro. You got it to the Super Bowl. So, and it's not like Jamal going to be the piece that put him over the top.
2: Well, what you think about that,
1: JD? Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't even aware that he's even. I know he's going. I, I don't think Frisco's got the, uh, the capital to trade for him. To be honest with you, uh, if they do make a trade for him, I, I don't know what would they have. Uh, because I think they use majority of capital and then with one. They traded for, for Uh, weems I'm not sure if that was a first or second or third round pick. Uh, and then. And then I know they traded, they traded, I know they traded they traded up in the draft this past draft, correct? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure which uh, I'm not sure about that. Cause I, I, I wasn't even here, I haven't even heard about that. I haven't even heard about that at all. Man, I, I wasn't even a part of that, that logic, because I didn't even know that he's even asking for, I mean San Francisco's even looking at him. So but if it does happen, it's a good move for San Francisco. Uh, but I, I thought they already have a safety
3: that they already just signed. Nah, they ain't signing no say. They got young, two, two young safeties. Uh, so maybe, you're going to get a Pro Bowl safety, it don't matter who you got back there. Yeah, but if you went to the Super
1: Bowl, he could put you over the top. But if you went to a Super Bowl with those two safeties, why would you bring a, a safety in the same age that's going to oh, cost wow. more than $15 to $16 million a year? Yeah, I'm not sure how that makes San Francisco better.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't I don't. I wouldn't get that one. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure how that would help them. Me, personally, you don't need that. What you need is offense. That's what you need. Debo Samuel's out with a foot injury. You don't know how that's going to heal. Yeah. You got rid of um, Emmanuel Sanders, who's down in, uh, who's well, down okay. in New Orleans. You got yeah. rid of one of your young receivers, and he went to Philly. So you got rid of Breeder, who's down in Miami. So he I'm did. just saying, you try to... Tried- but, but yeah, but you but you already had your nucleus there to get you back to the to the to get you back to the Super Bowl. You got rid of a lot of important pieces on offense. You know what I'm saying? And now, and, and you think Jimmy looked bad in the in, during the season as, at times, and he looked bad during the time during times in the Super. I mean, in the Super Bowl. Why would you get rid of those pieces? You should have brought all those pieces back if you were able to pay them and keep it moving. Now we're gonna really see if Jimmy G is that guy because you done got rid of a lot of those pieces that helped y'all win throughout the season last year. Don't get me wrong. The defense is good. You know what I'm saying? But bringing in a new safety, like Jane said, that ain't what you need. <laughs> yeah, I think their running back, uh, Moss Ford, I
1: think is his last name, I don't yeah. think he's very happy with his contract. <laughs> uh, he's, he's thinking about holding out. So, I don't, I, don't, I don't see how Adams would put them over the top. Adams was – their safety wasn't the issue. <laughs> no, the it wasn't. Super Bowl, the Super Bowl was the lack of weapons on offense, and then the fact that um, that um, they weren't getting enough pressure in their front four, which should have been their strength in that strongest. game, to be the strongest. So it, it, that was a problem with that. They weren't getting enough on Mahomes' pressure, on Mahomes, and the fact that Richard Sherman couldn't—they couldn't. Richard Sherman couldn't defend anybody. That was their issue. <laughs> so I mean, it, it, I don't—I don't see the yeah, I don't see a safety who's a box safety at, you know, even he has a lot of skill set, he's a lot of talent, he's a box safety. So, I mean, I don't see what he would have did to help them. He, they wouldn't they didn't have had problems with running, I mean, stopping the run, even though Williams got broke out on that run in the Super Bowl, they still didn't have issues in that end. So, exactly. I, um, I, I want to see why would you trade for that. That's, that's something I wouldn't do.
2: So, let's get to another big point. Thoughts on Cap and Netflix series. What do you think about that, JD? <laughs> Uh, you know, I think it's going to be interesting, man. I think the
1: – I, I want to see how it's going to be broken down, because I think what she's going to be doing is taking it from, uh, from, I guess, the narrative from high school to, I think, to the pros. So I'm not sure how it's, it's more centered on Cap's life and how he came from, his, from high school to more of an activist or, or how that's going to be, you know, um, um, outlined. But I'm I'm just interested to see exactly what's the storyline they're going to utilize. Uh, Because I think Caps has, you know, he does have a compelling story. I mean, him being adopted and living in an all white family to kind of like translating from that to high school, to college, to now, you know, going to the pros and kind of finding his voice and then moving forward on there. So I I feel like that's going to be very interesting just to hear what was the transformation from him and from his thoughts of being, you know, really just one probably just want to be an NFL quarterback. Um uh or going from college and then going want to be an NFL quarterback to being more to being the social activist. Uh I, I know Cam, I mean like Cam excuse me, Cap, you know, plays uh Kappa uh Kappa at his university. So to me he seemed like he's always identified with being black more than being uh uh Caucasian. So it's kind of like what is what was that what was that, what made you more focused on that end? Because sometimes people who are biracial do have some issues with translating from each race. So, to mm-hmm. me, like, that was something he automatically
3: said, I'm black, and that's how he's moving forward. Period. Yeah. yeah. What you think, Ray? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a very interesting series, but I think we had at a point now, man, it's like, let the dude play. I mean, that's ultimately what it's about. Like, the Netflix series is good, and all the different things that he's doing, but I think people really want to see Cap on the field and see what he got. Um, and it's nice to probably tell his story, how he wants to de- depict his story. Uh, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see. Um, a lot of people going to be watching. And it's going to be interesting to see how he, how they depict the whole blackballing, you know, from the NFL in that Netflix series, if they decide to go that route. Um, but, you know, it may open up Pandora's box with that. Um, But definitely everybody wants to see what he got on the field. I think that's the ultimate goal at the end of the day. Um, This Netflix series is nice for him to tell his story, but, you know, everybody wants to see some action in the NFL, you know, somebody to give him a shot.
2: Yeah, I think, I think, I think doing a Netflix series, um, I think if they, depending on how they do it, I know everybody wants them to go in depth. Like you say, to get to that point of why he did why he's doing what he's doing. Like James said, he's already identified by, you know, pleasant cap alpha side of hey, I'm black. Like no matter how y'all try to slice it, dice it, I got adopted by this, this, this Caucasian family. And but I'm black. Like that's just what it is. I can't change who I am. This is how I was made. This is who I identify with. And I and I and I think that I, I think if you're gonna do a Netflix series, you might well give it the real. Yeah. You might well give it the real. No matter how we slice and dice it, the, the the this this situation that we are in with and what he's done so far is already out there. So you might well just go ahead and fill it in, fill the fill the missing things that we want to see and want to understand from his point of view of why we got why we at this point in his career and all of that. And and I think like you said, people want to see him on the field. People want to see him play to see if he still got it. And, and that's basically what people want to see. Then you can really judge where, you know, okay, this dude can play or he can't play. We just want to see him on the field and let's move forward. Yeah.
3: You know,
1: I
2: don't. to me, I don't, actually, I really don't care if he plays anymore. Yeah. I think it's,
3: you know,
1: I think he's beyond that notion, that fact, because I think from a – a, from what he's done for the culture standpoint, you know, he's kind of, you know, uh, laid out whatever foundation he has. So I don't think he really needs to play. I think playing is really for him more than it is for, for anybody else. I think, you know, seeing him being successful on the field is what I would root for, yeah. more than caring about the fact that he plays or not. Uh, if he does play, let him be successful. If he doesn't play, I just still I still still support him. So yeah. I, it, it's not a – to me, it's not a – that's not even a, a, a issue or a, a thought. My thing is, I just want, if he does want to play, he does play. Be successful, man. I don't want anybody to, you know, hold over, anything over him. But if he doesn't, I still support what he's been doing because he's he's making a difference out here.
2: Yep. All right. Great segue right there. So this is going <laughs> hey, listen, to roll the you. point, man, because you're bullshitting around. Listen, so let's listen. talk about the Washington Football Club. So are we
1: going to you right get into right that now? or not? That's going to be the new name, the Washington <laughs> Football Club. we are talking all this
0: stuff, man.
2: Let's hey, get look. into the funky team and whether they're hey, going to change the racist name or not. Listen, How are they going to change the racist name? I think, honestly, let, if we we want to start off with me first, no doubt. Yeah, I just went I to, you. to you. I'm talking to you. If you don't realize, I'm pointing at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I'm pointing at. So, man. Let's go. All right. So, let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. You've been first BSing and all the Listen, everybody know I'm the outside in the Argon Brothers, you know, group. I'm a Redskins fan all day. That's been my team for years. I became a Redskins fan because of my aunt, because she's a Redskins fan. No, we get it. It goes so to your family. bottom line to this Let's is, get to. is, the Redskins going to change their name? They're racist, hey, man. What a big turn of events after last week. We discussed it a little bit. So we get to this week right here. And this week has been a crazy week. You know, investors, you know what I'm saying, Promotions, everything is being jacked. Nike made the, made the redskins disappear off the Internet, off their website. Um, it's been a big uproar, honestly. Being a Redskin fan, I'm glad it's happened. And, and, and this is why. For years we've, for years, our owner has used different excuses. Uh, why, you know, one people say, well, we like the Redskins name. Other people say it's, it's a slur, you know, it needs to be gone. Me, personally, it needs to be gone. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not gonna hurt your bottom line if you change the name. Now, yes, you gotta go through the licenses and all these different things, but y'all can make that happen. Y'all gonna make that happen. Your bottom line is not gonna be hurt because a lot of people gonna still buy the Redskins stuff, put it on the shelf, and when the new stuff come out, they're going to go to the stores and buy that because they want to be the first one with it and stock it up. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of these owners are so stubborn in their ways that, well, you know, as long as it ain't hurting my bottom line, I can still have this racism going on on my team and, 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 and around my team. But I'm glad partners, stakeholders, you know, these licensing people do what they have to do. Now, granted, they could have did this a long time ago and they'd have put the pressure on him a long time ago and got it done. They could have did this a long time ago. They didn't, you know, and, and that's where I'm like, why did they do this before? Because most people, you go after their bottom, most billionaires, if you go after their bottom line, they're going to make a change. Yeah. They're going to make a change. Whether they want to change the team or not, when you start taking money out of their pocket, they're going to feel some kind of way. So I'm glad people kept the pressure on. I'm glad he put in a box to say, hey, we're going to strip you of a whole bunch of money if you don't do this. Or you're just going to have to sell the team. So, I'm pretty sure he don't want to sell the team. So, I'm glad they're going to make a change to the name. Now, when? They said before the 2020 season start, and they're going to involve the people in D.C., which I think is a good thing as well. Let them come up with a name. If you're going to try to put a team like, back down right, in D.C. They need to involve Landover, Maryland. Maryland.
3: You know why he's doing that, right? You need to involve Lando Maryland. That's what it's That's what team. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know,
0: what, you know
1: why he's doing that, though,
0: right?
3: Hmm. Go ahead,
1: James. But he's doing that because he wants, he wants that property. Over there. Yeah. The capital. He wants the old resident stadium. So it, it, it makes perfect sense for him. I mean, he's looking at it from a capital standpoint. And, you know, they're not going to let him back in the city unless he changed the name of the team.
0: Mm-hmm. So the Reddison, he
1: was fighting, fighting, and fighting, and fighting. But if you want that property, you want to get this team back in the city, you're going to have to do what you have to do. So everything you're saying is
3: right on, though. Yeah. And like you said, my, my thing was like they had the Native Americans, I think they protested a while back. But mm-hmm. the on him, Snyder was a very stubborn dude. Like, he is not changing. He wasn't going to change it for nobody. The other owners wasn't putting no pressure on him. Goodell wasn't. Because, you know, Goodell works for them. And until this, you know, this whole, you know, social injustice movement is some people just had enough is enough. And I mm-hmm. think right to that point where, like you said, when you start affecting billionaires' pockets, that's how you hurt anybody, bro. When you mm-hmm. have more change in the world, it affects somebody, bottom line. I think, you know, from what everybody saw on the internet and different posts and everything, you know, Mike Nike was like the last drop, like, you know, FedEx. If FedEx was the only one really pushing the issue, and you could have got anybody else to probably put their name on the stadium if they really wanted to. But like you said, when you got other investors and stockholders that really putting that pressure on Snyder, I I think it's time. I mean, come up with the Washington Washington skins. I mean, hell, he going to make so much money just off the (laughs) rebranding. He going to be even more money.
2: And that was my issue with him before. Like, dude, if you sell the <laughs> Redskins stuff, people are going to buy that up. Then they're going to buy the new stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, dog, if you, you got to get, when you're a billionaire, sooner or later, you got to give up. You can't just take, take, take. You're going to have to give up something sooner or later with the pressure put on you. I just think that the, the investors and all these other people should have put pressure on him before all of this. Like, look, well, dude. Well, it, it takes. First and foremost,
1: I mean, when you're, the investors was driving, they the one who drove FedEx yeah, and, and Nikes and the rest of them to actually go in and start, you know, pushing this, pushing the initiative out there because they were the, the investors. The investors I, mean, investors, I mean, you're talking about $600 billion. Yeah, $620 dollars billion. Within these three or four different companies. And that's the reason why you had that particular, particular decision making because of, but, My thing is is because of the investors, no, it's because of this virus and they're not making money in other ways and Mm -hmm. the economy's down. That's why they, at this standpoint, it was the opportunity to drive. When the economy's going great, really you can't really, the discussion's not going to matter as much uh, because you're so focused on keep making money and generating money. But now that the economy's economy what it is is in the tank um, and everything's slowing down and they're, you know, now they're streamlining, streamlining their money. Because mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of revenue coming in, because things are not moving the way they should or the way they wanted to. Now you have the, Now the opportunities. Now, listen, go make this change because we're 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 going to have to figure out how to invest our money in the future the way the economy is going. And they're not going to keep putting their money and investing in FedEx or Nike or any other company that's aligned mm-hmm. to to the Washington uh, Football Club, and and giving out that money and paying for different things if they know. That they need to put money somewhere else because now they're streamlining their 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 revenue. It's mm-hmm. just it's all economics, and 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 that's what drove this decision. It's economics. It's like listen, I rather I rather put resources here and keep not put keep putting resources in your organization, especially if you're keeping line with this guy and you know this is not the right thing to do. It's, it's wrong. So yeah. I'm I'm happy they finally smart up. But you know that's that's what we need. We needed something like this to slow the economy down to yeah. take. So now they have to make these, these right decisions.
2: And, and, and it's great. I mean, for the city of D.C., you know, this is a good thing. Now you can hire people within D.C. to, you know, work work the games, get them the job if they decide if they're able to get the stadium. After all of this clears, you know, you give people employment once the COVID over, you have more people, you know, can bring home a check and provide their family. So I think it's a good thing. I think, you know. Uh, black business owners should be able to be involved in when they get the stadium built, and, you know, just just get just just lifting the city up and bringing more people in to help out. Now, we don't know how it's going to work, but I hope that would be something that they can, you know, help them move forward. So what do you think the name I, should be? Huh? What do you think the name should be? Man, you could have kept it the Washington football team and put a man with a helmet catching the football and, and let it ride. Yeah, so that's so unbranding-like, man. It's But, dog, but guess what? It doesn't matter. If you ain't winning, it doesn't matter. You got the Washington Washington football giants. I mean, you
3: can probably be maybe the the Washington skins and then just put, like, the R like they used to have back in the day. That could work. Like, in the middle of the field and on the helmets and everything.
1: I think they should build skins, using the word skins, period.
3: Just
2: get away from the whole thing. I mean, I don't care what they do. You know what I'm saying? Just win football games. With the Braves. I mean, they had the issue because they had like the, the. They've
3: already,
1: but that's the problem. They're they're looking at the Braves name now. They're looking at the Indians, the Blackhawks, all these names that people find are racial slurs. They're looking at them and evaluating should they keep them. And a lot of these things gonna have to change. And a Braves may be part of the this this overall change that they're gonna have out here. They yeah. may be part of this these changes of decision making. So, I I'm with it. I don't, I'm, I would hate it because I got like 12 braids. But they do. Hey, they're going to be
2: worth money. Some more. Nah, but they're going to be worth money because oh they ain't nobody going to have them. They're going to be worth a lot
1: of money. Got about 12 of I got about 12 of them, like three, three personalized. I got my name on it. That's why I was kind of mad about the Falcons because when they change jerseys, I got like three, I got like two of them that got my name
0: on so it. I
1: got to go buy
2: some more. Because they got brand new jerseys. That joke right? was a Brave fan. since Chris Chamberlain. Back in the day, played first base. Yeah, man. I've been mean, a Braves fan. On,
0: man.
1: So got, hey, my dad used
2: to watch. My dad a Braves fan. That's how I know that he a Braves and a Falcon fan. I got like,
1: a, I got like these jerseys. I'm like, man, y'all gonna, y'all, If they change that, now nah, I got like, like I like I said, I got one that got my own name, JD. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> <All
0: right>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know lineup. I mean? hey, I have to
2: replace him with my name. Um, call him Glenn Hubbard. <laughs> Back in the day. So let's get to the next thing, next topic, NBA. Man, this NBA been going crazy for the past couple of weeks with a lot of guys testing positive and all that. But let's get to one thing right now. Thoughts on J.R. Smith. Mr. Man grabbed the rebound, don't put it back in, everybody give him hell, LeBron gets mad, and the series goes downhill from there. Now he reappears after beating up a young man for knocking out the winners in his car, and he got to get busy with him, Mr. J.R. Smith himself. What do y'all think about this signing by the Lakers, and how can he help the Lakers improve their stock and win the championship?
3: I think he's going to be all right, bro. He's a veteran. Uh, he's been there before. He's been in the wars before. It's just you got to, you know, your expectations. Are he going to give you a bonehead play here or there, right? So you just got to dumb down the expectations. I don't know if he's going to have a huge impact only because you got Caruso at the two. You got Deion Waiters that they signed still, too, guy that, that could make an impact. Um, you got KCP. Like right? It's a log jam at the two spot. And I know Avery Bradley's not uh, coming back with the restart. So I don't know how much... Time Jr. is gonna get, and I think it's gonna rub a lot of people the wrong way if Jr. just coming in there and have played all year and come in and get meaningful minutes. Because, um, like you said, you know it's gonna be a long jam at the two spot. Like, where is he gonna really fit in? In my opinion, um, that that'll be the only problem. But I think he's a good veteran to have. Um, Jr. can hit some shots. Like, you know, he can get a hot streak going. Uh, it's just like you said, you gotta dumb down your expectations because you know he gonna give you a couple bonehead plays within a series or two.
1: I think total opposite, man. <laughs> First of all, Jr. is thirty-five years old; hasn't really played in two years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you're expecting a guy who hasn't played meaningful minutes in two years to come in and hit big shots. Avery Bradley this past season been hitting big shots for the Lakers all season long. He's gone, shooting almost forty percent from three-point line. I think averaging around ten and eleven points, and he's probably been their top-level guard defense. Defender, yeah, right. So. J.R., even though CWA Smith made a comment saying that he can do everything that Avery Braddock can do, I really oppose that comment because now you're taking somebody who hasn't played in two years to want to now play elite-level defense
0: yeah,
1: in the Western Conference. Elite-level guards. Yeah. right? That's not going to happen. That hasn't played in two years. Now you're expecting him to hit big-time big, big three-point shots in a time where he has, still hasn't played in two years. And, by the way, right now, what they're doing in Orlando in this bubble is unheard of, they right? <laughs> You're not going to have fans, so you're not going to have any home support. So, you know, and most, most what? What we always think about when people who are role players, you know, they, they play okay. better at home, you they know, they're ready to bring their game on the road. Now you ain't even got to worry about that. You don't have no crowd effect. So really it's going to be talent on talent, skill on skill, how mm-hmm. good are, And I feel like he's not going to be favorable in those, a lot of those different matchups. Uh, I think the Clippers have a better matchup when they play against him, when he can, he's on the floor. Uh, Cuso, um, I think that well – not Kuzo, but um, – Caruso. Caruso is going to be a, a a a big addition for them. But also, we also starting to realize that Hollis, I think who was a defensive coordinator on that team, won't oh. be allowed to coach because of his health. Hollis, yeah. That's a, that's a huge um, issue they're going to face as well. And we still don't know about Dwight Howard. Yeah. So, I, I be honest with you, I think the Lakers are going to be in big trouble um, because of the fact that they're, they're lucky that they're in first season and probably in the play against uh, Memphis. But I think they're going to be in some trouble. Man. I think that they're going to have some issues because of depth and of resources. And and I think they're going to be lacking some talent when they go against some of the better opponents. Right? So, it. JR, you know he's fun. You know we all laugh at him. Hennessy J, Jr. Everybody laughs. I think it's funny. As far as what he's going to bring to that team, it's all up in the air because you know, like I said, he's hasn't played in two years, and that's two years of lack of activity. Being that he's 34, 35 years old.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I,
3: think, I, I think missing Dwight is really big. Because now when, when Javale go out, it forces AD to play the five. You know he don't want to play five at all. So if Dwight doesn't play, that's going to you know, hopefully wear A.D. down or something he do not want to do. He don't want to play the five. And that forces Brown to kind of play the four a little bit more because A.D. had to the five. they need another big. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Dwight is probably the biggest impact if he doesn't play. Avery Bradley, you're definitely going to miss him um, because, of, like I said, I think it's more from a defensive standpoint with Avery versus his offense. His offensive streak, streaky. Give you the twelve. Um, he had the big game against the last time, the clip against the Clippers. But I think just defensively, to be able to put him on one of the other two guards or put him on a point guard and harass him, I think that's where they miss him. But Jr., I don't be he's going to make a big impact, but he may hit a shot or two within the series. You never know.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think J.R., his lack of playing the last two years is going to be, is he in shape? Do he have the legs? So you're only going to give him maybe about two or three minutes a quarter, if that. You know what I'm saying? And 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 like you like James said earlier, is it gonna be a controversy with Kuzma, Caruso, you know what I'm saying? You got Dion Waiters, you know, you got a lot of people that that's 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 been there, except for waiters, but Caruso and Kuzma who has been there and they've put in the time, put in the work. But I, I think JR can give them a little bit. If if he gets hot you know what I'm saying? Keep them grounded. And even if you make a couple of plays for the Lakers, that's going to help them. That's going to help them. Now, like you said, the depth, that's going to hurt them. And this way, Boogie Cousins would have been a big impact for them. Boogie Cousins would have been a real big impact for them because they got that extra big if the white didn't play. So that would have been big for them. But I think I think Jar can give you enough to satisfy you. I ain't saying he going to give you no 30, you know what I'm saying? I, I just think he can just give you enough in spurts to where you can give them other guys a quick break and bring them back in. But, I mean, who knows? The way this thing going now with this with this COVID and all these dudes testing positive and, and coaches, you know, due to their health reasons are not going, yo, this is going to be a big job for the coach. <laughs> this going to be a big job for the coach of the Lakers. And, 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 and on top of that, like, like, like Giannis said, I, and I agree with him, the mental aspect of being in that bubble for four months, it's going gonna, gonna to get rid of it. It's going to come down, are you mentally tough? And we're going to find out who is mentally tough in this bubble. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be a problem for J.I.
1: because I think when he wants to play so badly, you know, yeah. he's probably going to be on his best behavior. But as far as, like I just said before, I think when you haven't played in two years, now you're going to pick up elite-level activity <laughs> against some of the best athletes in the world. Um, and, you know, the guy is like at his position – are at their game at the peak of, at the peak of their game. They're not, you know, he's not playing against guys like if there was a weakness in the NBA guards is the weakness. No, guards is the strength of the NBA. Yeah. Oh, so you're expecting him now to come in and fulfill the guy who was playing probably at his at his peak, right? And and, and expecting him to be fill a role that everybody was 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 doing well at. I'm not yeah. sure that's. And Avery was a starter,
0: so was mm-hmm. a good starter now.
1: I mean, you, you don't want to take Caruso and put him as a starter because he was better as, of, as a bench player. Yeah. So now you're, they're going to start Jr. Oh, and then they don't even forget, just not, Jr. is not even the only person they got. They got the kid that came out of Miami Heat, Deion yeah. Wade. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: So now what he's going to do, right? It's just going to be interesting how they, they, they push out this roster. I mean, Frank was Viola? Vogel? Frank Vogel. Oh, Vogel. Vogel got a, he got a
2: tough job. He
1: got a tough job. He's going to have to figure it out. Like, it's not my job, but he's going to have to figure it out. <laughs> it's gonna
2: fall on LeBron, AD, and Kuzma to step up and carry him, bro. Well, this is the thing: Kuzma got to Kuzman got to come out there. He he's gonna have to play and leave that lackadaisical BS where some games he played tough, two games, and then the other three, four, five games he comes with that lackadaisical attitude because yeah, win, if, if you if you see how it's built now, the Lakers is looking at scoring to playing defense. Look, look who they got: J.R. Shooter, yeah, Waiter Shooter. You see, what I'm saying they don't. They done put the basically put the defense in the back in the back burner, and hopefully, and hoping that they play defense. They scores. They're not shooters. Well, scores.
1: Yeah. 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 they're putting the
2: good offense. They're putting the, good the good
3: offense good. more of yeah, ahead, more of a score. He can give it to you off the dribble, pull up. He got to they're, they're not You Got to get this right.
1: <laughs> so that's, that's 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 what I'm saying. That's going to be key. Like they're scores. I mean, and but there are other teams who can outscore them. Yeah, Lakers and and during the season, I mean, they were probably in the top 10 in scoring, but they weren't, you know, they were probably a better defending team than they were scoring team at the time.
3: Yeah. yeah, Clippers loaded too, but Clippers signed everybody. <laughs> 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 Reggie Jackson coming over the bench, Lou Williams, like, bro, they got they
2: loaded though. <laughs> yeah, they, they it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be real interesting. Yeah, well, man, let's get let's get to the last subject of the day. Players might be able to put whatever they want on the back of their jerseys to promote social justice. How do y'all feel about that? I don't think it's anything. That's my answer. (laughs) Great, James.
3: That's real, real impactful, dog.
1: I mean, what do you? What do you? Why? It's not a big deal, bro. I think
3: it's one of the stuff that the NBA is taking, just like the NFL, putting the whole national anthem. Man, so was this just another step that they're trying to, you know, do something. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's going to take more action from the NFL, all the sports franchises, right. more to promote social injustice and keep the movement going it's, and not just let it die. So it's going to be a little bit more a, than It's step.
1: literally a list that they agreed upon.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So you can't say anything beyond what's on that list.
0: Mm-hmm. How
1: is that going to help anybody in, in the community of people of color? What is that supposed to do? It's like, like you just said, it's like the old Negro hymn. What is that supposed to do? Right. That is not. That does not provide anything, no solution for social injustice. That's not probably for racial racial equality. That has nothing to do with anything. You're really going to tell me, and you're going to look me in my
3: face and say, "I'm going to put this on my jersey," and that supposed <laughs> to make me feel like what? <laughs> hey man, I'm sure the players have had their voice on that, bro, and if they approve it, I mean, hell, they must feel something.
1: PA, yeah, the PA and the NBA, it was pretty stupid. It's pretty
3: dumb. Um, I really don't care, and that's my answer. You know you're going to buy your jersey, man,
2: with that on the back of it, dog. Not at all. <laughs> man, I'm going to tell you. To me, that's more insulting than anything. you insult to me. Because when you start hiring black coaches, black GMs, then OK, I understand what you're saying. We good. When you start doing that, but putting a name on a jersey, Playing the black national anthem. Man, listen, first of all, take both of them out. Call the people names out like you normally do. Who gonna play on offense? Who gonna play on defense? And let's start the game. Cause nobody ain't gonna wanna hear, nobody gonna listen, nobody listen to neither one of them anyway. People go to the bathroom, people go get their drink, people do whatever. So okay. I don't know why they're trying to do these little petty things, which James said a long time but don't pacify me. You know what I'm saying? Don't, I'll give you a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Just keep piecing the piecemeal and stuff together. No. For what? For what? Because sooner or later, it's going to be a fact, well, you playing the black national anthem where all the black people stand up. You play the, uh, the, the white national anthem, all the white. Man, listen, bro. Get rid of both of them. Take that out of football, bro. Let the dudes sit in the locker room until it's time for their name to come out. They line up the offensive, defense, whoever coming out first. Just run through. Let's get the game started. You know, they're they trying, they trying to add too much. You don't need that. Way too much. And,
1: it, and, it, and what, who is it helping? It's helping absolutely nobody. It, it really isn't, and and I don't know what awareness they feel like they're pushing from it. But I, I mean, I can pull something else from it, and and it's ridiculous. It's, it's silly, and it, and it's like you said before, it's it's really um, it's disrespectful. Yeah, it's disrespectful. That they're going to, they're going to try to pass through our community as a solution. Yeah, that's something. definitely not a solution, right? So, I think it's ridiculous, man. Right? I got one so, more top. Oh, Hold, we get out of here. I got a top. We got to. We got to talk about real fast. Two tops, real fast. All right. Make your maker. I think his name is or maker. 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 How maker. you guys feel about him choosing Howard good. over UCLA, Duke, UK, yeah. and UNC? How'd you guys feel about that? Do you think this is gonna be something that can trend and
2: go forward? Like, what do you think? I think if he, I think if he, I think if he get in there and ball out to his capabilities. And, and and he and he's one of those guys that that's that that just dominant and and that's what you and and that's why UCLA and Kentucky looked at him for. Well he's
3: 7'4". He playing a yeah. big, like, bro. He gonna nah, be. Dominant,
2: just, it don't matter. It don't what matter, is. dog. You gotta dominate. You got to show that you, you got. It. He don't dominate, man. Just because you're a fire star I don't mean you're gonna be great, bro. I ain't say saying you great. Is, I'm saying if he get in there and perform to the level that people think that he can perform at. And like you said, he's only going to be there for a year. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Because if I can go, if I can go to Howard, where I know the basketball team ain't is great. They're decent, but they ain't great. You know, they okay. And I go there and perform. Why not go to a black school for one year, even yeah. though I know I'm leaving after they that first decent, year? Bro.
1: They were awful. They only scored. They only have. I mean, they scored. They they only won four games last year. They were awful. They weren't decent. These so,
2: would be like a team that actually won more than four games. Yeah. They won four yeah. games. Oh. But, but, I th- I, but I think his mindset is, I can go, around, go there and change the program. He only going to be there for a year. Oh, yeah. he's thinking that. And also, I think he's also thinking
1: Washington, D.C. is a lot better than doing oh. North Carolina <laughs> or <North laughs> Kentucky. So, Kentucky. So what they offer being on our yeah. campus also should
2: probably affect Exactly. Exactly.
3: Yeah, I think it's a good first step, man. I think it's, it's something that, you know, how to the boost their reputation of Howard basketball has been a dormant of the MIA for a very long time. Nobody's even checking for them.
1: Very that, long.
3: And hopefully, and, and hopefully, you know, Howard is banking on, too, is other cats will want to come. Um, you know, he made the reason to go to, you know, Howard for a reason, and maybe he can reach out to these other cats. But I think it's like James said a while ago, it's going to take two, three cats, like, in a class to go – and turn a whole program around, like 'cause you say these guys only stand a year, but he needs to have cats like that's gonna stay two, three years and make a huge imprint on on black college foot basketball. That's what it's gonna take to make this whole shift and get other kids to come and say, you know what, Dan, you know I can stay two years and it's not gonna hurt my brain or it's not mm-hmm. gonna. To the or, I, I agree. And or, or not only
1: have them stay two or three years, maybe each class, each year. HBCUs can pull at least three or four or five top 100 players. Mm-hmm. The university. That all of a sudden, if you're taking 100, and you can pull out at least 10% of that 100 to come to HBCU. Then you're starting to make some type of impact. And it mm-hmm. will an increase, an increase, increase, increase. I hate the fact that people are so focused on Mikey Williams because I think he's a great player. He, he's already told you. He's already made a point. Like, all right, I'm going to consider an HBCU school. So I think the fact that people keep drilling in on that is kind of bothering me because it's like, let the kid be 15. He's, he don't graduate high school. Like a years, right? <laughs> yeah, so he's like going to his sophomore year. So he's got another three years left. So and let that kid get himself to where he needs to be at. What, what, you, what you should be focused on is the guys who are coming out next year and he, right now
0: kid. Yo,
1: hey, you should be going after them just as much as you, you keep talking about Mikey Williams. You should be putting mm-hmm. pressure, not bad pressure, but just putting pressure on those guys to make a decision. To, hey, consider the school right here. Consider some of these other schools. Start just thinking that like, you know, North Carolina and Duke and Memphis and some of the other schools out there are the only place you can land and still have a good career or good for one season and win. You still get to the NBA. Mm-hmm.
0: You
1: know what I mean? So,
3: nice. you nice. It don't matter what Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. We got one more topic, man, before we get out of here. And this is really for you, Donathan. So the governor of South Carolina said, they had that huge spike when it comes to COVID-19. And the governor of South Carolina, look Keon trying to get in here. It is crazy. The governor of South Carolina, literally, the governor of South Carolina, literally just, uh, he, man, he made a statement that if things don't go better, they won't have fall sports, period, in the state. Period, like they won't have it in the fall, spring, it don't even matter. He said he's gonna, I mean not for spring, but he said if, they, if things don't go away, and it doesn't matter if it's high school, college, it don't matter, he's not gonna, he's not gonna prove having sports in the state of South Carolina um, if, uh, if things don't improve. I wanna get your thoughts on that, man. You think, you, you think this, you, what do you think? You think, you know, South Carolina got some heavyweights, some big ways to come through there. But what do you think, man? You think that's gonna, it, can it happen? Yeah, I think, I, I, think,
2: I think it's gonna happen. I think <laughs> if, the, if the numbers keep spiking, and the reason why I say that is, first of all, part of this is his fault. Like, like, dude, part of this is your fault because you sat down, opened up these beaches and let them kids go down for Memorial Day weekend <laughs> and you was thinking like other people was thinking, oh, it can't happen to us or it can't happen. No, bro, part of this is your fault. It's your fault. And then now you want to try to blame and stop things that you have normally for, for athletes in the fall, well, I'm going to shut everything down. Well, you should have thought about this before you let these beaches and all this other stuff people run wild with no no hose barred the whole time this was going on. And, and that's the issue I got. Now you see that 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 nobody was lying. All all this stuff for wit, like oh man, we ain't got we okay down here. No, you wasn't testing. Period. And you're trying to blame everybody else because you got this issue. No, it's your fault. That Telephone now door. you want to try to save face and, and stop everything. Your fault. Look at yourself. So this is what happens when you want to be hardhead and don't listen. Hey man. Go ahead and give your thoughts
1: on the last question of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, since so you just showed up today, I show up the you know uh, I don't
3: know what I was thinking about, but I, I thought you said two to three. I'm like, these mean two minutes. I was like, shit, it started already. Go, oh,
0: last...
1: Go ahead. What's the question? Last one. Go ahead. What's the question? that So we, we we just we're summing this up. Our last conversation, our final thoughts of the day is we're gonna, we're, we're we're talking about how. The governor of South Carolina is, is considering shutting down fall sports for all levels, high school, um, kids' level, and college level. And we're just, and we're just thinking, and I was just asking Don you know, since he's, the, he's a long soldier from South Carolina here, how does he feel about that, and does he think that this is really going to happen? Well,
3: it depends on if they can't get a control, uh, uh, you know, the spray, they might have to. Because I think a lot of parents are not going to put their kids in there anyway if the numbers are crazy and, you know, it's spiked up. And they got to worry, like they said, they got to worry about they catching the virus. Because at the end of the day, them kids coming back home to them. So, he probably don't have no choice if they can't get a control over this before the season starts. That's true. That's true. Ray? Yeah, man, I, like I said, it's, it's, you got to do what you got to do. It's, it's, it's not going to be an easy decision from a governor, but – you know, like said, Donovan said, you know, it, it the buck stops at you. If you control what's going on in the whole entire state as far as when things open, when things not opening during COVID, and if you just let it go rampant, I mean, now you're trying to, you know, reel it back in. It's a little bit too late for that now. Uh, but it's just, it's going to be an economic downfall if you cancel all sports. And it's not going to be easy, bro. It's like – Parents may or may not let their kids play. Some parents are probably on board to let their kid play. Um, but it's not going to be an easy decision if you decide to do it. You're going to get a lot of backlash or you're going to get praised for it. It's, it's not going to be a decision. Well, I, I think about this factor, right?
1: I mean, you know, you have a South Carolina. I mean, if you guys don't realize this, I mean, some may, say may may not realize this, but Clemson's in South Carolina. So schools like that, Clemson, USC, University of South Carolina, those, those are direct schools going to be affected. Some of the other schools can they – can, they won't survive it either. Like the smaller schools won't survive it. But like schools, Furman, College yeah, of Charleston. They won't survive, but their issue is, I mean, you know, they want to play football. They want to play football badly. You know how this works. So what do you guys think about those two brands, being that if they, somebody tells them you're not going to be able to play, do you think it's still going to happen? You think the football season won't, won't happen within Clemson or
2: USC, based off the governor's decision? I think what's going to happen is they're going to push for playing in the spring because you're now you're hearing a lot of coaches and other Big Ten, um, like Lincoln Riley, they think that playing in the playing in the in the spring, will work and and it could. The kids can come back. They don't they don't be home for New Year's anyway. So why not start the last week of December and start the season the last weekend of the December and you, have, you play all your teams in your conference, play 12 games in the conference, and then you figure out the bowl games in the postseason from there. You don't play these little small schools that you normally would play, just play 12 teams in your conference. You play your normal who you would play during the year, and then you play four teams from the other side, and you got your 12 teams. You see what I'm saying? And then you go from there, and then you figure out the postseason from that. <laughs> And then you still making your money. Now, it's going to be tough with the NFL draft and who might leave and, who, you know, who might stay. But at the end of the day, the NFL can move back a little bit to satisfy all these people. Because guess what? It's all, like Jane said, it's economics. It's all about the money. And if you're going to say it's all about the money, let these kids play in the spring, and you're not going to let them play in the fall, and then and, and keep it moving. It's just an unusual year. And that's what people got to deal with. Suck it up because the SEC is already looking at playing in the spring. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have to you're gonna have to have get with the program. The governor going to have to suck that joint up, take his lump, and say, OK, open it back up and say, yes, if we're going to play in the spring, let's make it for the spring. No fall sports, we're going to do it in the spring and get the money. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to want to miss out after you pay all your people. And most of these teams bring home 50 60 $70, 80000000 million after they pay all their workers and all of that back to the school. You're not going to want to miss on that kind of money. So you suck it up now and just play in the spring. Start, like I said, start at the end of December and roll with it. Because a lot of these kids ain't home anyway during that time. Well, I mean, I just
1: wanted to ask that question. Put a mouthful, Donovan. Thank you. Because that was a good, that's a good ending, man. I ain't got nothing else to say. Donovan, carry on, man. You
2: gotta- well, all right, man. You know, there's a great episode, episode 16. I know you was over there getting your hair cut or going to sleep or whatever, bro. You, you was, I don't know what happened to you, man. You normally be riding on that motorcycle with us, but you was late today. So uh, glad here. to see you showed oh, up, man. though. Got a good topic in. But we had a great episode 16, man. Hey, man, I can't wait till we start, you know, being able to get call-ins and, and get on the new board and everybody can get together. We can mm-hmm. chop it up even more. Coming so- I appreciate the Zoom. Zoom need to holler at us, you know. We're making it work for you and making it work for ourselves, but we need that sponsorship. So, fellas, great episode. Y'all be safe right there. Wash your hands. Put the, you know, the, the everything on. Put the little sunscreen on so you won't get burnt up out there because it's a hot one, baby. Episode 16, Argonne Brothers. Right
3: Now, now if like Doctor, you like Dr. Doctor Spring now, bro, I don't know, when did this, when did this
1: host of from the Moses come from? I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I really have no idea where this came from. I don't know where he's from, he's like, not the host of it.
2: Like, uh, I don't, I don't even, like, hey, okay, cool. Hey, man, we got to make it fun, baby. We got to make it fun and interesting for the Argonne brothers, right, baby. I'll I'll All right,
3: man.
2: you go run up if you want. What you talking about? Look, it's possible. Don't me keep two fools like I'm Kofi. As you riding in or you hiding, if you sliding, in you owe me. me. Running up, catch Kofi, Act up to call police. I don't make friends, y'all yeah, make this. want some red bears, cause I'm OG. This ain't gonna be my trophy. Shoot first, shoot back. Oh, none, who back? Automatic with a woo clap. Shoot first, shoot back. Oh, none.
1: Automatic with a woo clap. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on my soul. Don't let my heart turn cold. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on my soul. Don't let my heart turn cold. Have mercy on many men. Many,
0: many, many, many many men. Wish that for me. yeah, I don't cry no more.